When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi folks, Vlord here. Today's episode is a little bit different as it's actually an episode from our sister podcast, Saturday Night Shoggy, where we got to discuss volume one of Call the Night by Kotoyama with the official English manga letter for the series, Ace Christmas. And with the anime for Call of the Night airing during this summer season, I thought it would be the perfect time to bring this episode back from the dead and expose it to a new audience. For those who are craving more Demon Slayer content though, don't worry, that's not going anywhere, but in the meantime, we want our lovely listeners to have something new to chew on. So expect more episodes like this one on the DSP feed in the future. But for now guys, enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back to Saturday Night Shaggy. Yes, I'm going to keep on doing that, even if this is the second time in the episode, okay? But yes, this is the the second half. And like I said earlier, we have our lovely guest with us today, Ace, who is the letterer for Call of the Night. Say hi. Hello, thanks for having me. Of course, thanks for coming on. I'm so happy that we get to actually talk. We've been mutuals for a while, but never really, you know, chatted that much. But Yeah, yeah this is exciting. Yeah, I mean, it's our second episode, and we've already got a guest. That's, that's, that's incredible. <laughs> we just have that much clout, clearly. I'd like to thank Tanjiro. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I guess because of DSP, but all right. Are you are you implying that um, along with uh, all of manga, uh, Demon Slayer is also saving Sunday? I mean, I'm just saying, Velour said we had clout, and that clout, a lot of it comes from DSP. But I, I, mean... I mean, when you think about it, Shogakukan owns 50% of Shueisha. So by Demon Slayer doing well, they probably are making money off of it. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice save. Pupples. It's nice save, Velour. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, um, Call of the Night is uh, really interesting. It's by Koroyama, who, as we said before, uh, came out with uh, Dagashi Kashi, which it got an anime. We got, we got the anime uh, here in North America. We didn't get the manga, though. Um, Ace, do you happen to like know anything about uh, his other, other work, Dagashi Kashi? 
Uh, so I never read the manga, but I did re I did watch the anime, and I actually uh, cosplayed coconuts. Ooh, <laughs> nice! Oh, nice! We, we had a whole Dagashi Dagashi Kashi uh, cosplay group a couple years ago, and we bought Dagashi to give out, and we got in trouble because you're not supposed to hand out food. <laughs> <laughs> That's it was actually, all good. We, we we ate it ourselves, so That's cute. I really like that. Did you get like really weird candy? Like the stuff that's out there? We got anything we could get our hands on. Uh we we focused on things that they had kind of highlighted in the show. Mm-hmm. Nice. Like I don't remember a lot, but I remember being really excited when we found the whistle candy. Ooh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember and, that. And but... we annoyed a lot of people with that. <laughs> that's dope that's awesome like i don't see many like going to cons and stuff i don't see many like shogakukan or well sunday cosplayers so you've already got me like i mean most of it's just takahashi it's like takahashi or conan so that that's pretty much it i mean i've seen a couple ranma so it's not all in Yasha, but yeah. So seeing a series besides one of those, I mean, I'm waiting for those free ring cosplays because you know they're gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I hope so. So, cause yeah, that's yeah. Did you have any uh, special thoughts on like the series itself? Uh... Mm, about Dagashikashi? Yeah. Oh, I I thought it was really fun. I thought it like it's fun to find a series that's like has a good story but also is educational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the vibe is, like, that it goes for. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was something, like, just, I, I've i read the manga and, well, not all of it, but, and saw the first season of the anime, and it was just something that stuck out about the way Kotoyama writes characters, like, mm-hmm. that was really, that I really liked about the series, even if it wasn't, like, it wasn't a super plotty series, but the characters were all just really endearing, and, that, and I think that it, he just improves in that with um, uh, Call of the Night. Oh, I totally agree. I think um, it's especially apparent where, like, uh, in, like, the anime for Dagashikashi, there were a lot of moments that are really, like, I would call that, like, a really low-key series. Because, um, just, like, the, there's not, like, like like you said, like, that's not really, like, a plot kind of going on, but uh, it's character-driven. And a lot of the moments that are shared between the cast members, um, it's it's, like, punctuated with, like, little interactions and stuff that i think really show like uh how how their relationships are like growing and progressing over time which i think you also get a lot of that here in uh call of the night yeah yeah i, yeah, I agree yeah. i agree with that like it's definitely like the character asides and everything like that they feel very fully actualized they're not like oh you know just kind of going along with the plot or in the sense of like they just feel like characters they feel like fully like fully realized characters that because of little things like the um like when as Marion said like when they have their interactions and just little sides and little quirks and everything like that they feel like just real i guess for lack of a better yeah. word yeah it's weird to think about too because like in Dagash Kachi, you have like Hotaru who's like essentially a crazy person about snacks <laughs> but there's like a very grounded feel because of like the rapport that she has with coconuts and like just that natural friendship they build up. Yeah. It's like really endearing. Yeah. 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 So Ace, if you remember, what was your first Sunday series or what's your favorite Sunday series? Either one. Ooh. Okay. My first one was detective Conan. I think. Okay. Um, I, I relapsed, but maybe that's not the right term. I, I'm a <laughs> huge fan 
Conan fan, uh, but I'm so behind because I just fell behind at some point and, you know, then it just gets overwhelming. Um, but uh, my name everywhere is Kaito Ace because I'm a huge Kaito Kid fan. Um, uh, I'd have to say my favorite uh, Sunday series is Arago uh, by Takahiro Arai, which I've been trying to get Viz to license for seven or eight years. Like, I slid so, like the first three volumes on like one of the big boss's desks, and I was like, hey, you should check this out. And nothing happened, but I still push it sometimes. <laughs> Oh, you're 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 doing God's work. Cause like I love Arago too. <laughs> like I I have a friend that lives in that lives overseas and she loves Arago, so oh. like she pushed it on me. Is like you have to read this, and so I've been reading it in Japanese. And it's just like oh, I wish I could recommend this to more people. Arai in general needs to get more play out here. I mean, he did less miserable. Right? Come on. Yeah, like Arai's non Conan work is like way better than you'd actually expect from like zero's tea time oh it's it's so good i i actually cosplayed arago what you're doing oh all, you're doing all of the sunday mm. 12 years ago i don't know how long i have i have Brionic his his arm i actually have like i'm looking at it right now yo that's <laughs> it's so... in such bad condition because it's so old that's, uh, that's so cool man i want i want it to be licensed so badly just keep doing the gods of the lord's work just getting sunday <laughs> i mean nowadays viz is kind of giving sunday like more attention you know we were getting a bunch of series but yeah i would love to see some of the older stuff that did that got overlooked to get picked up now yeah even if it was just digital yeah. only i would get arago in a second also god i just realized arago was like 2009 yeah <laughs> so long ago. yeah that, yeah <laughs> gods no yeah i used to like whenever i'd go to the japanese bookstore really most of the books i buy like to check out would be sunday books because i thought they looked most interesting um it's been a while since i've been to any japanese bookstores for obvious reasons so i don't know what's out there now but just keep listening to us we'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll let you know <laughs> yeah. next time i go to kinokuniya i'm gonna snag all of ryoko that one is like yes ryoko. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I, I i would even say that we gotta we gotta start you know pushing to get that license but unfortunately a lot of stuff happened and yeah i don't that one got it got canceled but the way it got canceled was just eh, very. It was still. I mean, I still, I still like the ending. It was just like, damn, this could have gone on. Like, yeah, shit. yeah. Unfortunately, Mitsuhashi hit the whole what I like to call the Fukuchi, which is the being on hiatus for like three years and then coming back just Oof. to end. Uh, I haven't Fuku. They haven't Fukuchi twice. And speaking of Fukuchi, Ueki, I have to, I have to bring Ueki! up Ueki at least once because. Oh, oh, I cosplay from Awakey, too. <laughs> you and I need to just go and hang out just for a day and, and just talk about Sunday. If, if you're a really good detective, you could probably find the masquerade skit we did with my Awakey group. It's so bad, but it was an Awakey group. <laughs> but that's it's still the fact that you did an Awakey group. You're my hero. I'm starting to think Ace has all the cosplay Infinity Stones for Sunday. 
I'm be- I believe it. I believe it because <sighs> I remember it. I didn't even know you were into Ueki until they. I, what was this? Was it Discotech? Yeah, it was Discotech that announced the Blu-ray, and I was like screaming out on Twitter, and then you joined it. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, I saw you say that, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> I was like, yo, we, Ueki gang move. <laughs> oh man, we if I remember right, we forced it on. Uh, my anime club in college and one of the members hated it so much he's like this is so dumb and we're like well yeah but it's awesome it's the (laughs) awesome kind of dumb don't you understand how good this is (laughs) he hated it so much wow (sighs) straight over his head i gotta reread ueki now Man, it's good stuff. Yeah, I uh, I got the Blu-rays. I'm gonna watch them now because I finally have a PS4. So yo, yes. we gotta do. I need to watch the anime. You, you we're gonna yeah, you do because we need to do a new Eki episode. Like I won't. As the biggest, I have the biggest bro crush on Fukuchi because I would not be here right now without him. Because I, I don't. Thank you, Fukuchi. Thank you. <laughs> Your origin story. I mean, I don't want to. I, I said it on the first episode, so I'm not gonna rehash the whole thing. But essentially, um. I was watching Law of Ueki, I mean, let me not pretend, fan-subbed, and that was back when fan-subs were like, it wasn't Crunchyroll, it was just some dudes in their basement when they had time in the middle of, like, their college classes to sub it. Yeah, So what, what was that, like, 2006? Yeah, Ueki, Ueki area, 2000, that was, like, the, the year of Shogakukan, because it was Gash Bell, Mare, and Ueki. Oh, Gash Bell. All of them were airing in Japan at the same time. Because I remember, oh man! I remember when I was getting like some Shonen Sunday issues. I remember they were advertising all of them because yeah, they were all airing. I mean, two of them were on. Yeah, it was Fuji TV for Gash, and then TV Tokyo had Mare and Ueki. So I, that was back then. So of, of of course the fan subs they weren't like weekly. You would get an episode like maybe every other month. So I just bought. Yeah. I went to Kino. I didn't go to Kino. I like ordered them from Kino and ordered like I found out around where the fan subs left off and the manga continues. So I bought like those volumes. <laughs> nice. And, and I couldn't. I, that was back when I didn't understand Japanese at all. So what I just did was I had a Japanese dictionary and I would just go through them. I would reread them over and over again, learning a little bit more each time. <laughs> Until wow, I eventually just that's dedication. Yeah, because I love Dueki. Like I admit too, at first I thought it was really dumb, but like then I just got into well, it. Like it is, but it's so good, and it's like way deeper than you would think. Yeah, especially for Fukuchi's oh, deb- so de- debut work. Like I mean, he yeah. did like one or two one shots before this, but he was like that was his first serialized like manga. And uh, the other thing I love about just going through it is the fact that you can see his artwork just go insane. Like at the beginning, it was really kind of yeah. rough. Oh, it it was it was bad. It was <laughs> okay, bad. Maybe. I love I love him. I love him very much. It was bad, <laughs> but now it's it's so good. Yeah, it, it's super good. Like oh. looking at um even just Nueki going from like volume like volume one to nine because I got volumes nine to sixteen and going from volume one to nine it's like it's a totally different series and by the time it gets to sixteen it's like yeah. who is this? <laughs> right, it's crazy. And now you look at man, you you no go ahead. Sorry, no 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 problem. <laughs> I, I was gonna changed the, the subject slightly because i totally forgot about gash bell 
Like, yes. yeah, that was a series. That was one of the first series I worked on. Oh, which and then it, and then it uh, Viz lost the license. Yeah, uh, the whole thing that happened. Because it went to Kodansha. Yeah, because Raikou, the whole thing, Raikou had that whole thing going on. Shogaku Khan yeah. losing his work, so. And when in doubt, you run to Kodansha. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> that didn't really work out for him either, but. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But, okay, well, that actually leads into our next question. Like, how did you get into lettering? Uh, so, a million years ago, uh, I I knew I wanted to work in manga, but I wasn't sure how I wanted to, like, what what sort of thing to do. You know, I had taken a couple Japanese classes and was absolutely awful, completely just terrible. And I was like, okay, well, translation's probably not it. But I happened to see that Viz had uh, uh, internships. So I applied for the design internship one summer, uh, the summer after my sophomore year of college, and somehow I got it. I have a feeling nobody else applied because I'm not very good at design, but somehow I got it. And so I worked for a summer and one of my intern jobs was uh, touching up uh, like three color pages of Naruto. And I was like, hey, this is kind of fun. So I was like, do people do this as a job? And they're like, yeah, you idiot. Yes. <laughs> How do you think manga gets lettered? And I was like, wow, that's really cool. Could I do it as a job? And they're like, I guess you could take this this test. And I was like, okay, cool, thanks. And I turned it in uh, like a couple days later. And they're like, I guess it looks okay. We'll put you in the file cabinet. And I was like, yay. And then, I don't know, maybe two months after that, I got a job offer to work on Ultimate Muscle. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> so, like, I, whenever people ask me about my first, the first series I work on, if you want to see something hilarious, read Ultimate Muscle, volume 11. The lettering is like nothing you've ever seen because it is <laughs> such a dumpster on fire. It's... I got my copy of the volume in and I cried because it looks so bad. <laughs> I don't know how I, I continued to work after that. Um, but I, I, I worked through college on Ultimate Muscle, uh, picking up volumes here and there when I could of other stuff to fill in. Like I did some Naruto uh, towards the end of my college career. I, I did Solonin. Oh, shit. I have that on my show. <laughs> Yo, I bought <laughs> nice. that. I bought that for my sister. I've still not read it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did Gash Bell, and then I started after I got out of uh, college. I started working full time. Yeah. Okay. So, side note about Solonin. I I also worked on um, Goodnight Poon Poon. Mm-hmm. Also oh, by yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, if I remember right. So it's it's the same editor. It's same letterer, of course, because it's me. I think it's the same translator. And in Goodnight Poon Poon, they're reading Solonin. So we had to take our pages from like 10 years prior <laughs> to input in Goodnight Poon. It was so surreal. That's like meta as heck. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was so crazy. And I was just like, oh, the memories. Oh, these look really bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's my origin story. I actually love hearing that. That is so I don't I don't even know how to describe it. Like yeah, it's very surreal sounding. Like wow. 
I love that. Yeah, it's, it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I, I, I don't think I ever told you guys this, but I actually got like a offer for a Viz internship, but I lived in Maryland, <laughs> so that wasn't no. good. <laughs> I like, I like email. What a bummer! I, I like emailed them randomly saying, "Yeah, I like translating manga, and uh, I'm interested." And they're like, they they emailed me back saying, "Sure, you know, come on down." And I was like, "Oh, I'm in college in Maryland, though. I should have thought this through." <laughs> so, so I had to not do it, but. There, there's Aww. an AU out there where I somehow was able to take it. <laughs> Ace, if you had to pick any any Sunday manga that you haven't worked on that you would love to, what would it be? I think I I know what it, I know what the answer is. Arago. Yeah, it's Arago. <laughs> <laughs> so, but question: Was it your was it? Did you decide to work on Call Tonight, or was it just kind of like, oh, here we license this thing here, or you do it? Um, I I got an offer. Okay. For it, so gen generally, uh, an editor will email me and be like, hey, do you want to work on this? It's pretty rare that I am able to be like, hey, this is mine, or like, hey, if you get this, um, I've definitely had a couple times where I'm like, hey, you guys should license it. And let me letter it. And then they'll license it, and I find out, like, somebody else is lettering it, and I'm like... Oof. Oof. Like, I pushed Tokyo Ghoul. This is my this is my little petty thing. I pushed Tokyo Ghoul so hard to so many people. And then they decide to license it, and one of the people was like, yeah, you know, we might have licensed it later, but we licensed it because you kept pushing it. And I was like, yeah! And then one of my friends got the lettering job, and I was like, oh. Ooh, but it's really it's it's a really hard series to letter so like by the end like i was like oh no it's 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 probably good that, that <laughs> i did i i also tried to work on my hair academia because i'm a, a huge horikoshi fan from his earlier works oh yeah you you uh you like the omagadoki zoo right yes oh so much and i love barrage so like when i knew he was doing a new one like i went into the office because i don't live that far from the from the viz office um mm -hmm. so i went in and i was just like i went to the editor-in-chief of uh, shonen jump andy and i was like andy do you have the latest issue and he's like yeah and i was like can i see it and he's like yeah and i was like i need to read this series so i sit down at like behind his desk and read the quote-unquote read the first chapter of my hero academia <laughs> and i slam it down and i go andy you need to license this right now and he goes what <laughs> and then and then the first graphic novel came out and i bought an extra copy and i went around to every editor i knew and i said you need to license this series and they're like what and the person who the editor who decided on the letterer was the only editor absent that day. Oh my <laughs> god. Oh. <laughs> what could have I mean, been? It's fine. It's fine because, you know, like, I got to work on other series because I wasn't working on it. So, yeah, it worked out fine, but ooh, I was steamed. <laughs> I Holy mean, they, they totally would have licensed My Hero Academia, even if I didn't push it. I mean, like, I won't take any credit for that one because mm -hmm. I think everybody saw where that was going. Right. But... <laughs> I'm That's still so mad. Funny. I'm sorry. That's so funny. <laughs> just the timing. But I would definitely be in your shoes. I would definitely be that person who's just like, Andy, show me jump. I need to say this right now. You need to get this. You need to get that. 
I would have been like, I would have been storming to get Demon Slayer licensed that much quicker. Just like, oh, oh my god, I was screaming, I was hooting and hollering. I was like, <laughs> I, 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 um, I think when like the the jump starts came out, I made like the the thread for like first chapter or whatever on Twitter, and I was like, this is amazing. And then like even after the the jump start ended, I I just kept on buying the the issues on Jump Plus on the app, and I would just read it in Japanese, and it's just like, damn. You're like, That's yes! crazy. It's it's <sighs> so Yeah, no, that, that. Yeah, un- unfortunately, a lot of the series I really like, I don't think would sell well. So uh I don't know her position. I think she might be a VP of publishing, Hope Donovan, who is amazing. Oh, um, I met her at uh Con once. Oh, yeah, she's she's great. Uh like I'll go over and I'll be like, "Hey, have you seen this series about playing the Kodo?" And she's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "You should license it. It's really good." And she's just like, "Since you're saying this, will it sell?" And I was like, "No." And she's like, "We're not gonna license it." Like, okay. <laughs> oh, the honesty. You, you never know. You never know. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no. I, I would definitely. <laughs> Just like you and Marion, if I were in that position, I'd be stamping my feet for every Sunday serialization, and regardless of how well it would do. <laughs> I still need this to bring out the the Kanzen bonds for Kekaishi. Come on, yeah, oh, no. please, oh, please. Yes. Those things look beautiful. Those that's oh. actual poetry. <laughs> I'm this close to breaking and just like uh, getting them with my my tax return. Honestly, same. They look so good. Man, I mean, speaking of, I just bought like Fukuchi's short story collection. Because <laughs> he, what he used to do, well, he would draw stuff on Twitter. And I guess, because it, it, looking at the back of it, it doesn't look like he did this through Sogakukan. It looks like another company did, like, put it out. But Ooh. yeah, it was like basically his sketches, like he loves drawing. So he's always drawing something and like he'll have four comas, like short stories, little, little like snippets about what's going on in his life. And mm-hmm. I guess there was enough of demand for it that, you know, he had another company put it together and they even have digital. They were even selling it digitally on Amazon. So I just bought it. That's Ooh. amazing. So and it it's really cute. Like. It's funny because from his wiki art style, he went like super shonen to really super like moe. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, and it really fits it, especially his current series, which I would definitely stamp my feet to get that licensed. Uh, Punkold Suchan, which it's it's his attempt at a rom com, which it's still very much Fukuchi though. Like the, the eventually, essentially, it's like. The world's going to be destroyed by a meteor in, like, I forget how long. But, um, and this girl is given powers by God via cell phone every day. And they're supposed, like, she and the guy, the guy that she likes are supposed to find the power that will save the world. So, that's Fukuchi. <laughs> the, the, you know, I kind of, I kind of like that a lot. I like that premise. It's like, it's like, it's really similar to Witch Watch, which is why I'm, like, sort of biased. <laughs> because it's got, like, the same vibe. Just that, um, oh, okay. it, it's it's similar to that. Hell's yeah, witch walk. I admit, I'm I'm not as hot on it as I was with Sket Dance, but it's only I, I admit most of it's just because I'm biased towards like Punkotsu and how that's not going to ever be licensed. But they're both very similar. 
So mm -mm. yeah, I hear that. So I just want more Fukuchi here. Like we got Ueki. We're never. We're probably not gonna get Ueki plus. We're not getting Takoku. We're not getting a Nagel Mole. We're not getting Psych. Psych. I feel like would be like a slam dunk though. Especially because like it's a time loop type story, like ReZero. Get I feel like Psych would have done very well. well. Yeah, it would have been. I mean, and it's at fifteen volumes. It's not really that long either. So, like yeah, like when they have an end. I feel like I I'm I'm speaking, you know, from my own opinion, but like I feel like it it's more licensable because they know it it's okay, we know how long it'll be. You know, it we're not stuck. Part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean hopefully with you know, if Call of the Night does well and if uh Free Run does well, you know, we'll get more. Sunday. Yeah, that'd be really. Fingers crossed. One day, my dream of Sobo taking license will come will true. Never. That's the like. <laughs> I'll I'll put Fukuchi aside and be like, fine. I'll let you guys have that one. But there's a crime that we don't have more Fujita. Like that, we only have one one thing from him, and that's because he went to Kodansha for a, an evening, <laughs> and then came yeah, back. Yeah. That's and we don't get anything like Ushio and Tora. I understand that's kind of long. Like, and well, I guess that's probably the biggest thing with his stuff is that it's all kind of long. Like, yeah, it's all like around mm. 30 plus volumes. Yeah, and it's looking like Sobote's. I mean, it's gonna end soon. It really does feel like it's in its end game, but it's gonna probably be around like 27, 28 volumes at this point. So. Yeah, it's getting very close to the similar range. So I feel that might be a deterrent of anything. Yeah, it just sucks that. I mean, I guess if they do if they do a Subotoy anime, maybe, but yeah. Fingers crossed. But alright, I guess we've been all around the magazine, so <laughs> we should probably talk about the call of the night. Oh yeah, we had a topic. <laughs> oh what? Huh? <laughs> Is that what we're supposed to be doing? <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, you know, as host, I thought this was going wonderfully, swimmingly. You know, we, we didn't have to we didn't have to rush in, you know. <laughs> I mean, I could, I, could, I could talk about You're the whole lineup. You're keeping the Sunday vibe, Barry. It's all part of your master plan. <laughs> Literally. I could go on about the rest of this, the lineup. You don't want me to do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> you have done it before. There are Manga Mavericks episodes where you spend like two hours talking about a series that's not the actual topic of the episode. I'm trying... Sakaki will literally charge his own spirit bomb just by talking about something. <laughs> I'm trying <laughs> to keep my power level down, though. <laughs> <laughs> aye, aye, aye. But, uh, yeah, no. Uh, Call of the Night. Let's go. New release. It's actually coming out uh, in April. April 13th, the day after my birthday. It's a sign. Oh, Okay, yeah. so we need to take a bunch of pictures of it, because remember how you did this with me in free run? <laughs> take a bunch of pictures <laughs> of it and send them to me. <laughs> I mean, hey, do it. I would have no complaints. All right, cool. All right, everyone, <laughs> we have to do the reverse giveaway, where everyone buys their own volume of Call of the Night on the day of it release, and then send those pictures to Vila. <laughs> Don't forget to say happy belated. And I have to commentate on every one of them. <laughs> Oh man, man! I really love the the interior design, like the you know the table of contents. Like mm. it just looks really pretty. Yeah, it, it's it's nice. It's like simple, but just kind of like elegant in a way. Mm-hmm. Is the the font for like the the chapter titles? Is that like the saw font? Sorry, the what? 
the the, the from the Saw movies? I I don't know. <laughs> That's what I first thought of. I had to wait. Like I lettered the volume, and I was told, "Hey, um, we're gonna choose a font for the chapter titles." Oh, okay. And I was like, okay. And like, nobody told me. So like, I finished lettering the volume and I was like, here's a placeholder. <laughs> and I had to go back. No, I, I think I found out like, right as I was finishing the book or something. And I had to go back and change everything and be like, okay, I hope this is oh. right. Oof. Oh, wow. Okay. It's definitely not, but <laughs> I, I, I just, I don't know. Something about like the, the shapes reminded me of it. It looks nice though. I really like, um, I really like the the consistency, like. It, it could be the saw font. I I just I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen any saw movies, so. I literally just know, I don't the, know. the titles of the, you know, like the movie posters. <laughs> oh yeah, that's. I don't think I've ever seen a movie poster for Saw. Really? Well, I haven't seen the actual movie, so I just <laughs> I just I seen mean, that. When like, did Saw come out, anyways? Too long ago. Don't worry about it. Okay, two thousand four. I would have been six years old. I really, you, you, you've been through this before, and you're making me hate myself <laughs> for being yeah. born. For being, that's the worst kind of hating yourself for being born. Like I, my I, youth is too powerful, Sakaki. Like I had no, I had no option. I had no choice in the matter of being born when I was born, and you're making me regret it. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, we got call of the night, which is. Definitely a huge departure from Dakashi Kashi, which, um, yeah, I actually translated a interview with Kotoyama, and basically Kotoyama was just like, I just saw apartment complexes one day, and I'm like, hmm, I could work with that. And that's how he got this series. <laughs> you know, as you do. <laughs> I Probably makes sense. As a New Yorker, I vibe with this heavily. Mm. <laughs> I mean, he essentially went from horniness and stacks to horniness and vampires. <laughs> kind of a natural transition. I mean, vampires. Countryside horny versus city horny. I got it. <laughs> yeah, oh instead God. of uh, drinking ramane, you're drinking blood. To be fair, vampires are kind of like innately horny, so. Kind of, yeah. Kind of. She do be talking about coitus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was one of my favorite parts of this, too. Like, even reading it in Japanese, that was what was in my mind the whole time. Like, how are they going to do this in English? And you, they nailed it. <laughs> yeah, all the innuendos in this volume are just, like, spot-on amazing. I found myself just, like, dying on the floor laughing by the end of every <laughs> chapter. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a good uh, adaptation team for this one. They did a good job. Yeah, looking back at this, like even Koto, even though Kotoyama says that like it was, it's more work. He's gotten a little bit faster, but it's still more work because obviously Dagashikashi was less pages. So now this is like his first series being normal page length, which is interesting because like in Sunday, there's really no such thing as normal. <laughs> Like, you could have a week where Komi is 18 pages, which is the standard in Sunday, and then you could have the next week where it's, like, four. Wow, I had no idea that the page count varied like yeah, that. Yeah, that's how it is in Sunday. Like, they just, whatever the author, se it, it's whatever the author seems to think they need for that chapter is what they get. I mean, you have a couple, you have the series that are always 18 pages, but... A lot of the other series are like you have one like Evans is always fourteen, 
Um, I think I want to say that Call of the Night's usually 16, though it can be 18 sometimes. And then you have like Sleepy Princess, for example, another one that's available from Viz, wink, wink. That one's usually about 10. That one's about 10 to 12 per chapter. I, I haven't read Sleepy Princess, but I watched the anime. That feels like, yeah, yeah. Those little adventures would be like good for like 10 or 12 episodes. That's a really good length for them. I got to buy the manga. Yeah, it's <laughs> the anime. I'll admit I like I was only reading it because it's in Sunday and it's there. I mean, the artwork is super cute, too. But then watching the anime is like made me be like, wow, I actually really love this now. Like the anime did a really good job. And the dub is amazing. Yeah, too. I really enjoyed it. But yeah, Sunday is just kind of like. I just we just recently found out that like uh, Fly Me to the Moon is going to be the next chapter is going to be 37 pages. And the week after that's like 24 and the week after that's like 30. <laughs> so Which is absurd because like even Fly Me to the Moon usually has like what 15, 16 page chapters. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, that's about right. I guess they might be going to the moon finally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, going back to Call of the Night, though. One thing, like, besides just the page length I noticed is that the backgrounds are definitely a lot more detailed in Call of the Night compared to Dagashikashi. And, like, mm-hmm. that might just be because of the setting, because this is, like, in a city compared to, like, a countryside in, like, the middle of nowhere. But, mm-hmm. like, yeah. I don't know, it, it gives off a very much different aesthetic than, like, what you'd expect, like, if you had just, like, read Dagashikashi and then went into this with, like, no context. Yeah, I think yeah. like it's also a little obvious just from like the like the setting itself is like completely like diametrically opposed because it's like yes yeah, the city but it's also majority of it takes place at night so there's a lot like a uh, starry nights and like um not a lot, like the, the like white space I guess that's used is mostly when they're like rooms and mm-hmm. yeah like I don't know it, it's interesting just like the way that um. This, it's like set up uh the fact that it's like it's about uh, a truant kid who is like uh decides to like hang out at night because he has insomnia or whatever like i don't i think it's really interesting just the way that it, it's kind of executed because yeah like the fact that it takes place at night but it's like a it's like a preteen like a teenager yeah yeah like it feels it's got this weird like thing where it, it simultaneously feels kind of like juvenile but more grown up than a normal shonen manga <laughs> which i guess is kind of sunday's thing which is like because because things are so laid back and everything they feel i don't know like i i hate to keep quoting interviews but like uh the head editor of sunday uh ichihara said that that's like on purpose we don't do the whole hungry, friendly shonen protagonist. We usually do the more cool, laid back protagonist. Yeah, and it's it's clear that he's also still like, like growing and like learning about himself because, uh, he said it is uh I forgot what chapter it was like, uh that both him and Nazan are both like learning about like, was it like love and sex or just like love and stuff like that? Yeah, like learning learning about love or something. Yeah, and and just like it's that that age specifically where it's like middle school where you start being aware of like oh yeah people like date and shit but like he's not into that and I think like 
the approach that Kodiyama has for like how um like we brought up already in in Dagashi Kashi that uh the interpersonal relationships are like pretty natural and here's someone who like he naturally doesn't have that many relationships because he he has trouble like expressing emotions and stuff so um i think that that's a cool way to like you know angle it like someone growing up and like learning to express emotions by whatever the fuck he's doing (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I really like how this series is like it makes me think like okay well what is love and also like what is friendship because he's like i don't have any friends wait maybe oh i have a friend yeah i remember i remember i remember reading that in the in <laughs> that was that i love that moment i mean kotoyama himself just kind of said that you know like it, one of the interview questions is well not questions one of the statements was just kind of like you know she nazuna has such a dirty mouth but she has a terrible time of being affectionate <laughs> and it's like i was like yeah if she were affectionate the series would probably end like in two chapters <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you know i wanted to i he he included the fact that she's unable to be affectionate to kind of like keep the story from being resolved quickly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, uh, what was it? Like page 80, 187, uh, where Ko is like apologizing to Nazuna and he's saying like, oh, I had no idea how to tell a human friend that I'm trying to be a vampire. And that's when we get that little thing like, oh, a human friend. Does that mean you have vampire friends? And like, you know, that little back and forth. Um, yeah. It, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, th- those were that, that, those were like the asides I was failing to kind of convey myself on. <laughs> It's those kind of like exchanges in Kotoyama works that really make his characters pop. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Friends don't kiss like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a friend kiss. Completely normal. Maybe you don't have the right kind of friends, okay? <laughs> True. <laughs> I mean, okay, Ko, you have one friend, so <laughs> how are you supposed to know this stuff, buddy? I guess you could say his friend was spitting facts. Oh. <laughs> that was that was bad. <laughs> I just like yeah, the, the exchanges this thing were great. Flashing neck in public? Have you no shame? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that like ended me. I, I, and I loved it. Like you saucy little trollop. <laughs> like <what>? yes. <laughs> I have no idea what you're saying, but is that a compliment or what? <laughs> Or is that an insult? Uh, and then she goes on saying, you're going to send me over the edge with that sexy drink pose. <laughs> 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 like We got the actual being thirsty. <laughs> I guess the series would be over if Nazina just drank Sprite. <laughs> she only needs two things, beer and blood. True. A perfect combination. And I really like the layouts also that... Uh, Kodiyama does for like page compositions a lot of it is mostly just uh uh the pages that have a lot of white borders around for like the margins and mm-hmm. it reminds me a lot of um I hate to go back to Demon Slayer but you know like Demon Slayer does a lot of that too uh there's not that many like color spreads but or not color spreads double page spreads but um the ones that do feel like uh they use they use the space to like the advantage of, of like the layout because Whenever Nazan is like in the air and you see like her cloak opening up and stuff to fly, it's it's really cool. Um, I, it it helps to like uh, 
show like really dynamic character poses and like expressions. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, like the one scene that really stuck out to me uh near like one of the spreads was like in chapter two where like uh Nazana like throws Ko like off of a building. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then yes. like one of the panels has like the long like arg like sound <laughs> and like the bubble yeah. is just like going up all the way from the top of the building downwards. Like I, I really love how that's framed. Yeah, I I love when artists do stuff like that. It yeah, like I said, it's it makes it so, you know, that that's one of those things that makes a page dynamic, you know, like yeah, when when you use your framing, when you use your bubbles, it's really nice. I really like it. Mhm. Of course, I love the repeating message on that very next panel. I'm going to die. It's like it goes from a certain fact of being like, mate, wait, maybe I won't die. And then it goes back. <laughs> like, just those little small things. Like, I can imagine just your mind is racing on this thing that you're you're thinking you're going to die. And, oh, maybe there's a little hope or nah, no, I'm dead. And I just love how that's yeah. done on this on the very next panel. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely makes me think, like, I feel Call of the Night has a lot more, like, silent moments compared to Dagashikashi. I think in part because, like, so much of Dagashikashi was dedicated to, like, explaining what the snack of the week is or uh, trying to make a gag out of it, where, like, there's a lot more breathing room at times in Call of the Night, if that makes any sense. Because, like... It does, it does. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because, like, Kotoyama said that he uses more um, dialogue in this. Well, not not dialogue, but like more inner thoughts in this than he did for Takashikashi. And at first he was like, I don't know if I should do this, but his editor really likes it, which is why he said now I've slowly been increasing them. You know, I think uh, B-Lord also, like, I, it really makes sense too, because uh, part of the conceit is that like, oh, um, Nazuna loves to drink blood when, uh, like, people are about to, like, fall asleep, because that's when people become, like, closer to the night or whatever. And it's, like, you also get a sense of, like, the way the chapters are paced, that it's, like, not necessarily build up, but more like the opposite, where things, like, you wait for things to, like, wind down, and that's usually when, like, whatever the climax of the chapter is. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. So, question. Is there, I mean, is that was there any like unique challenges, or did you approach lettering this one any different than anything else, or is this just the same as any other like manga that you uh, letter? Um. Or I guess to make it easier, is there like a favorite part? You're like, oh, I loved working on this specific scene, or any standout pages? Yeah. Um, I don't know about standout pages, but I really like uh, Kuroyama's sound effects are a little rough looking which means that i get to play a little bit more when i make the sound effects so like some of the series i have um will just be like really clean sharp edges and that that's fine and that can be fun but when i get to you know come in and like draw a little bit more on the sides and kind of make it more my own it's it's a lot more fun and I get to do that a lot with this series, so... It's like, I guess it's like interacting more with how you're actually putting the text on. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Uh, I did have a lot of trouble. Um, here, here's my little secret to all the listeners. Uh, for reasons, I had issues keeping 
the text centered in bubbles. I'm better at it now. <laughs> but like rereading the first volume, I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no. I promise volume two and up is better. Please buy them. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, I, I mean, as a, as a, as, as a lay person consumer, I think it looks good. <laughs> Thank you. One thing I, I, I really do, and, and, well, another thing I really do like is I, I love Kotiyama's art. I love how it has this kind of scratchy look to it sometimes. And so it's fun to try to replicate that when needed, when I need to do cleanup. So I find that very fun. Yeah, looking looking through it, it is definitely, um, I like that kind of like, I don't know a word for it. But yeah, definitely Kotoyama's artwork is very, I don't want to say unpolished, but it's definitely, especially just flipping through a Sunday, um, ma- uh, Sunday magazine, you get, like Sunday, generally speaking, has like very varied artwork, which I really love about the magazine. It's not like you get one art style and that's it. But then definitely Kotoyama's art like sticks out because of just how, yeah, I guess for lack of better words, rough it is. It's a little stylized, like. Yeah, stylized, rough, like not rough in a bad way. Just, yeah, it's it's not the cleanest lines. They have, they have bumps. more style. Yeah, they've got bumps. They've got, you know, I don't know. They have life to them. Not Not to say that, you know, clean line art doesn't have life to it, but there's just a different feeling yeah yeah like um on page like 154 the with the akira just like her pose like walking um it's interesting just like she she's looking at the camera but like um she has like for for like a, a girl character usually in a lot of manga most of the time they have like really big eyes or whatever but like she she just has like you know like dots for eyes but then like her she has folds on on her school uniform and like I don't know. It's it's interesting. Just like the way that um, all like like I said, like the bumps and the lines, like you see, it it shows. It adds like I think a lot of um, personality. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I really like that. As now that you're bringing it up, Marion, yeah, I really like that that he didn't go with the whole typical big eyes for the for Akira. Also, I like Akira's character in general too. Like. The whole she wants to be friends with Ko and he's just like not sure how to handle that. <laughs> yes. How do I friend? Yeah, well, what's a friend? I had a friend. How does this work? Yeah, I mean, like, I think Kotayama definitely has like one of those art styles where like if you just see it blindly, you can immediately like pick it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely that, and I. Not only that, but he's very, really good with, like, layouts, too. Like, it, you don't see it too much in this volume, but in later, like, volu- later volumes, uh, chapters, it, the way he the way he works around layouts is godly. Like, they start looking like yes. anime story storyboards more than, like, manga. Yeah, I believe it. Well, I mean, we get that, too, on the, two, on the two-page spread where after... We, we just came from that page, but after uh, Nazuna tosses Ko off the building, did yeah, you definitely get this like sense of the way the scale and the way that city is drawn under under um under the two of them, and it's really and it's really still very sketchy. Like it almost looks unfit. It, it almost looks unfinished. Yeah, because you're getting the sensation of movement from like the like you you have like the the shot of like Ko falling and then like the speech bubble like stretching upward uh and like. 
getting like smaller as it goes up. But then like the next shot is like his point of view and it's like you're seeing the ground getting closer or whatever and stuff like that is it's cool like playing with uh playing with your panels like that to change up perspective is i think one of the advantages that uh a lot of authors don't use that often like usually they do when it's for like a like an important moment or whatever or like for whatever effect that they're going for but it's just nice seeing uh whenever it is done that yeah like that's it's an advantage of comics use it yeah, like, on that spread in particular, like, I really like how, like, uh, you see, like, the more black shading um, from the bottom of the city, like, creeping into where the light is. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah, like yeah. Marion said, it's, like, all kind of, like, from the perspective, because you look in the direction uh, that Ko's eyes are pointing, those, like, uh, diagonals of the black are moving that same direction. Yeah. Oh. Because that's where the lighting, the light is heading that way. Yeah, exactly. I had I hadn't noticed that. Good eyes. Thank you. We write reviews for a living. <laughs> Not for a living. I mean, V-Lord essentially does, but it's, it's more of a curse than a blessing, though. <laughs> it's what keeps you alive. So no, you're not wrong, man. Actually, yeah. No, I I really. Yeah, I just this is like the lighting in general. Like I said, like the fact that this takes place at night is so cool because all of the light sources are coming from the floor and like the ground and like seeing like the the sky kind of like in that like gradient where like the top part is is getting darker or whatever um it's really cool like it really captures that feeling of um living in a city because yeah like the it's always there's always like light pollution there's always like something on outside on the streets um yeah like just if, if even if it's like the dead of night and there's still like lights on somewhere, like on the on the like the, the on like the street poles, traffic lights, stuff like that. So you're always gonna get that that kind of effect. If you're looking from the down from the the from a high place looking down, you're always gonna see something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I this series I think does a really good job of capturing the feeling of like a city at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know there aren't a lot of people around, and it, it I I get the feeling like. Of kind of like loneliness because there's not many people, but also freedom. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like like Ko says, you know, like oh, you know, like yeah, it, it's it's freeing being out here. And I I think Kuroyama captures that really well with the way the city's drawn, and you know, yeah, like like the backgrounds and ah, uh, it's just I really it's like so it. good. <laughs> yeah, even like um, page ninety, like ninety four. Uh, where it's like it's obviously like a like a grayscaled color page or whatever, you still get that effect with like the lighting, like um, like you're, we're looking down and we still see like there's still light sources coming from the ground and like it, it's just cool. <clears throat> actually, I'm about to upload the color page into the because I was actually looking through the Sunday issues I have, so I can actually give you guys a color page if you give me just a second. Nice. Yeah, I really love Kotiyama's coloring. Like it. It kind of looks rough, like their art, but like it it works so well. Like I'm looking at the cover, and you know there are greens in Nazuna's hair, and it just it's really eye catching. I really like it. I'm just gonna say that over and over again. I really like it. I really like it. <laughs> I mean, if it's true, then hey, it's the truth. Because like, yeah, I've 
just following along with like the artwork and the color pages. I love even some of the covers that he does for Sunday, like when Yofukashi is being advertised on, they're really good. Like they're they're there are colors I've never seen on a Sunday cover before. I'm actually going to try to look one up, but uh no, whoops, wrong button. But yeah, like Kotayama's sense of color and everything is amazing. Especially since like Yeah, I agree. From all we know from what I know, like just reading about his origins, like Sun uh Shogaku Khan um scouted him online actually. Like it wasn't a thing. Oh, was he like a Pixiv artist or something? Yeah, he was like on Pixiv or he was doing stuff online and then wow. Shogaku Khan found him and they were like, Yo, what's up? And that's, that's how dope. He, that's how he ended up um working with Shogaku Khan. Yeah, his art, like especially this co- uh, this color illustration, the, the the double spread where Nazuna's like on the street pole looking down, that screams to me like, oh, this is like sketch art that you would see online. Yeah, like it, it's 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 more like an illustration than it is like a manga page. Yeah, exactly. That that's like the best way. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. A lot of like Kotoyama's artwork feels like the kind of thing that you'd see on Twitter or something like that more so than. Like, I mean, I don't want to say professional, like professional artwork's bad, but it's definitely this kind of like, I didn't, it's, it, it, it looks more accessible than you would, yeah, you would think. Yeah. It's not like this thing. It, it, his work, even though this is his second serialization, it still looks like a first one in all the best ways. Mm-hmm. So I'm about to upload one of the Sunday covers. I've never seen anybody use this color on a Sunday cover before. Usually they're very... They don't. They just don't do this kind of thing. It's it's oh, very that's good because it, yeah. it's very yellow. The highlight colors that he uses for like showing the like the light bouncing off of the the jacket and the hair and stuff is that's good. That's really nice. Yeah, that I really like that. Yeah, because I, I I just remember when I got this one when I got this particular cover that um I was like wow I've never seen that before. He's using bat signal colors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like most of, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for other Yofukashi no Uta. Um, ooh, or there you go. I did it. <laughs> I said I was gonna do that, and I did it. Uh, Call of the Night covers where they're very different than other Sunday covers. Like, mm-hmm. nothing says city like Batman covers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't the only one thinking it. <laughs> You know, I would not be surprised if this series eventually has some sort of Batman reference. Yes. Like, I feel like it It could. I mean, at this point, it's it, it's going to happen. I would not be surprised about it at all. I mean, it, it sets <laughs> itself up for it, honestly. Time to Google Batman Vampire Villain. <laughs> I mean, I was literally digging through Kotoyama's Twitter just now. And, like, last month, he drew something that looks like Joker. <laughs> what?! Yeah, his Twitter is a trip because, like, uh, he draws constantly on there, and it's usually like random my stuff. Goodness. It's not like other like artist Twitter where it's like, "Oh, here are my characters," just in a way you couldn't see them in the manga. So you know, it's like random things all of the time. I mean, can, occasionally, yeah, you'll see get the occasional Nazuna picture, but yeah, like I remember like a while back, he was mentioning how he's a big fan of Chainsaw Man, and like he drew Denji. Oh, cool! Oh, I love that. Yeah, like, it, it, and it goes both ways. Since in Chainsaw Man, they mentioned uh, Amano Megumi, which is a Sunday series. <laughs> like, in that one, I guess that one chapter where a whole, they had, like, a list of people who died that her name was on that list. 
Oh yeah, with the gun devil fight. So like, oh man, I'm just throwing in all the covers now because they all look really good. Oh man, they're so cool. Like, uh, oh yeah, I really love that one. Like, I mean, the volume covers are also really cool, but like, there's something about the Sunday covers that Kotoyama does, and I wish that the series got more of them. I mean, it's likely to because at this point. Like it, Yofukashi was selling it. It was selling okay. Well, first by Sunday standards, it was it was doing great, and then it suddenly just got a second wind and became and started selling really, really well, even more so than Takahashi. But now free runs pretty. Dang! <laughs> yeah, like Mao, like was the was doing really well, and it still is. But then Yofukashi stepped over it, and then now free runs stepped over both of them. <laughs> so. Rent's really good. Uh, it is. I can't wait. <gasps> I can't wait. Uh, listeners, buy it when it comes out in the fall. Something November. like that. Yeah, November. Uh, no- November. November ninth. Yep, right before my birthday. Wow. Or right after. No, right before. Wow. What the hell am I saying? <laughs> but yeah, definitely pick that up. So one question I would have to have. I mean, it's uh, really good. It is. But one question I'd have, and I know it's only been one volume, but I gotta know. Any favorite characters? Ooh, huh. Okay, in the first volume, I think, uh, Akira, probably. Yeah. Yo, same. I, I think, I think she's my favorite. Like, I just turned in volume three, and so, like, a lot of characters have been introduced by that point. Ooh, yes! And so I might have more trouble. Oh my god, that other cover! <laughs> I think I've posted all That's the so covers good. I have of that have, that it's been on. That's really good. Oh, that is but sick. I, I, the tables. I think by volume three, I I'd have more difficulty choosing. But seeing as there are like three characters in volume one, and I like them all. It's it's not that I don't like. Oh yeah. Them, but oh, like yeah. Akira's just I find her really interesting, and I want to learn more about her. There's just something about how she just kind of just casually takes everything just because she wants to be close friend and. Like, yeah. I really like that about her. Like, it takes the whole contextualization of, like, vampires. and Because, exi- like, it's not a thing in the series where vampires are the norm. It's, the, you know, the, it's just like any other, like, type of series in this, in, this, in this vein where they're like, oh, they're monsters of the night. But she doesn't take it that way. She's just like, oh, well, yeah. if you're down with her, I guess I am too. I- I'd like to yeah, know more. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to know more about her too. I mean, without re- without revealing too much about later events, um, they do, you know, um, they do get into her. Uh, Kotoyama does get into her a little, but not a whole lot. Okay. But okay, it, it it's still a thing that she's still sort of this enigma. But like, I, I definitely can't wait. To, I don't remember what volume it is because again, I only have the Sunday chat the Sunday issues that it's been in. But um, I know when like another friend joins them, and then they have like the three gr- the group of three. Although they don't, they're not in every chapter or whatever. But like I do like it when Ko and his two schoolmates like join up with them, and then I mean Akira and this other guy join up with them. And I, then... I just met that other guy. He's he's pretty fun so far. Yeah, like Kotoyama said, he's he modeled them off of the kind of person he couldn't hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> he's like oh i could see that 
He seems like a lot. Yeah, yeah. Kotsuyama's like, yeah. <laughs> like a nice guy, but Exactly. A lot. That's what Kotsuyama says. Like, yeah, he's the kind of guy that I could simultaneously not hang out with, but he would make a good friend, just not a good friend for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, and, and I really like him. He has a really compelling story later, too, but oh, I wish I could talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish I could say this. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, just keep buying the series, keep enjoying it. I mean, it, it's gonna get really good because not that the st- not that it turns into a Yu Yu Hakusho thing where it's all about um oh it's slice of life uh they're chilling in the night and plot. <laughs> it, it's not like that <laughs> at all. I'd say it's closer to like Gintama where it's like they have plot. It gets serious for a couple chapters, then it goes back to being kind of like just them chilling at night. So it kind of goes, it kind of does both of those uh, narratives really, really well. Although just recently, and I know I'm tantalizing all of our listeners, but just recently we got into Nazuna's backstory and that just, that arc just finished and it's really surprising. Well, I won't say surprising, but it like the way that that all turns out is like really well done. And I really enjoyed that arc. Like, I can't wait. Yeah. Like literally ended like three weeks ago. So, um, and they have another character who's really cool too. And yeah, I mean, uh, I, I wish I could talk about it. <laughs> I really wish I could. Tune in in one year when. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, oh, you know, the an- there's going to be an anime. So, you know, when the anime hits, we'll definitely it. be talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to just uh, more of this series. Uh, I did, like, go ahead and read, like, a bunch of issues, uh, in Japanese, and, like, yeah, it's, it, 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 I can see that it's gonna go in some interesting directions, and just, for what we have so far with Volume 1, I'm pretty satisfied, uh, I, I tend to, like, gravitate towards series who have something to say, like, and I think that there's some kind of thematic meat here to, like, chew on, uh, when it comes to Ko and, like, him like growing up and like discovering like what is it uh, that makes like people you know like pursue relationships what is love and what are friends even like stuff like that I think it's cool uh, especially for like a coming of age story which is, I think is it's like edging in that direction just because you know it's like a like a middle schooler who's like asking these questions so yeah. It helps that he looks. I I will say one thing. When I was reading the first chapter, Ko's like uncanny um, resemblance to coconuts. Coconuts just that kind of put me off a little bit. <laughs> but he's yeah. just gonna start randomly drawing a manga. <laughs> but this is a self insert. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. This is his manga. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how that's how uh, Call of Night's gonna end. It's just gonna be like, and that's the premise of my manga. And the editor's like, no, that's garbage. Why would you bring that to me right now? <laughs> Go back. What, what's wrong yeah. with you? <laughs> Sixty volumes down the line. <laughs> Do you get it? Do you get it? The guy's like, oh god. <laughs> kid, 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 just take that to Shueisha. I don't. They want that there. <laughs> and the buildings are right next to each other. <laughs> All right. I think uh, I think we were able to touch considerable ground uh, when it came to this volume. Um, thanks for coming on, Ace. Uh, I really had a lot of fun. I'm sure everyone else did. 
I did. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this was great. Uh, I mean, you know, I I love Sunday stuff, so. Yes, we'll definitely we will definitely invite you back on for another episode. Doesn't even yeah. have to be something that you worked on. It's just just for for friends' sake. Like, let's have some more fun. You know, I'm going to invite the hell out of you out of the wiki episode for real. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I do want to say, so uh, Viz likes it when I ask permission to be on podcasts. Uh, so I, I contacted the, the publicity person. I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to be on this podcast. Is that okay? You know, we're going to talk about Call of the Night. And she was like, yes, thanks for asking. Yes, Call of the Night. Yes, yes. And I was <laughs> like, yeah, Call of the Night. <laughs> awesome. That's so cool. God, working at Viz sounds like fun. <laughs> It's a trip. I mean, like, I, I'm a freelancer, so, like, I I do and don't work there, but it's it's pretty wild. Oh, I heard them yell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my cat's outside the door. Oh, man, I guess we hit a, a perfect spot <laughs> to wrap up. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, the cat's whistle is definitely going TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, uh... Ace, would you like to make like the night and uh, just uh, sign out and give us uh, anything you want to plug? Um, just read Call of the Night, support support Sunday series, check out a uh, uh, free run when it comes out in November, like you guys said. Yeah, mm-hmm. read your Sunday. Manga starts on Sunday. Yeah, I need nice. to use that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Although it's it's ironic because like in the magazine it's like Tuesday Wednesday is Sunday that's how they advertise it. <laughs> Don't you know in Japan days are different? Okay, oh, that's, that's fair. I should know this. I'm sorry. I'm hanging my head in shame right now. <laughs> well, now you know. Nice. Um, where can people follow you uh, if they want to um, check out more of your stuff? I'm on Twitter at kaito underscore ace that's k-a-i-t-o-u underscore a-c-e uh i will give you a warning it's about 95 percent final fantasy 15 so (laughs) maybe one percent lettering four percent world trigger 95 percent final fantasy 15 seems like a very good balance (laughs) that math definitely checks out And uh, Sakaki, where can people find you? Boss. Boss. <laughs> uh, you Call can find... Master. <laughs> you can find me at uh, at Kirobon, K I I R O B O N. I'm gonna get this out of the way because it's the it's the it's the shitty Twitter, <laughs> my personal one. Um, there's not much going on there. Hush, don't say that. <laughs> what Sakaki I'll... says is all lies. Yep. He's just modest. I, I'm not modest. Yep. There really is nothing there. <laughs> like I, I'm trying to do stuff with that one, but the the where the real fun is is at w uh yeah wss talkback. Wow, I almost forgot my own Twitter. <laughs> um, at wss talkback is where the real fun is, which is where I go. Um, we go through the entire Shonen Sunday magazine every week. I buy it from Amazon. I go through the whole thing, pictures, news, all of that stuff. Um, you can also check out WSS talkback.blogspot.com, which is where um we where I post like longer things like interviews, like the Kotoyama interview. You could definitely go read that. I translated a while back um and learn more about the guy behind this series. 
uh, where we have reviews of manga, anime, all Shogakukan stuff, and as if anybody's ever interested in writing something about a Shogakukan series, new, old, uh, popular, not popular, definitely hit us up because I always love to have new people on. Uh, and I can't believe it. I wasn't following the <laughs> time to fix that. The WSS talkback. Yeah. Yeah, please. We got a live. It's taken care everyone. of now. Yes. If you're listening, open your phone right now. Go to WSS TV and follow. <laughs> Do it. Don't, we you, see don't, you, don't you there, to, listener. It would make us happy. Yeah, because <laughs> it did break five thousand. So <laughs> yeah, we're we're actually Ooh. at. 5,670 followers? So Jesus Yay! Christ. It would, it would be super duper nice if we could get to 6,000 this year. Not saying it has to happen, but I would be really happy if it did. Um, Ken has 6,000? <laughs> Make it so. <laughs> uh, and, like, Marion writes a lot of stuff for that. A lot of really good reviews. Like, definitely check it out for that. I also write for uh, Tanami Faithful. Um, or procrastinate writing for Tsunami Faithful is more accurate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm also on, and I finally did myself a solid and wrote this down. I'm also on another day, another adventure with Colton, where we, t- if it's if it's Dragon Ball and it's animated, we're probably going to talk about it at some point. And that's at another DB pod. Um, nice. And of course, I'm with on DSP with and uh, Oversoul with my 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 homies here. <laughs> respect <laughs> but that's everything awesome vlord how about you yes people can find me on twitter at vlordgtz and then i also write a bunch of various reviews for all-comic.com and also editorials for tanamifaithful.com so you can check out all of that and then i also edit and produce a lot of podcasts um demon slayer podcast being the biggest one that's on Twitter at D Slayer Podcast, then Oversoul Shaman King Podcast at Shaman King Pod, Dumb Weebs Podcast at Dumb Weebs Pod. <laughs> and then I'm on the Tanami Faithful Podcast quite a bit at Tanami Podcast. And then also I occasionally pop up on Manga Mavericks to annoy Colton and Lum whenever <laughs> I am around. So go check out Manga Mavericks at Manga Mavericks. You are busy! Yeah, probably too busy. (laughs) (laughs) And he just keeps adding more things to it. It's amazing. Yeah. Impressive, actually. This is why I don't sleep. (laughs) You don't sleep because you you play Xenoblade. Just stop. (laughs) Stop. Okay, Xenoblade is the real problem right now. Oh, God. Xenoblade's awesome, okay? Yes, it is. I love it so much. I love the music, especially. Let me get, grab my Monado pillow. <laughs> the Monado! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at microwavy, the E before the V. I also co-host DSP and Oversoul the Shopping Game podcast with these two lovely folks. Um, besides that, I also co-host the Good Friends Anime Club at Good Friends Cast on Twitter. Uh, the the View from the Top of Haiku podcast, that's at Haiku Pod on Twitter. That one's on hiatus because, you know, Haiku ended. <laughs> but uh we still have a, a good backlog of episodes there if you want to check that out um what else i'm on way too much shit uh you guys sometimes are so i guess busy. i know sometimes i guest on the my hero academia podcast at mhapod uh definitely check that out i love kendra 
wonderful person. Uh, and she's also the person who runs the uh, Haikyuu Pod account. So, yeah, check that out. Also, I write reviews for uh, the, the Shonen Sunday blog at wsstalkback.blogspot.com, as Sakaki said earlier. Um, something new in the works. Yeah. Um, Ooh. It's going to be not not that big of a secret but um it, it's basically gonna be like uh like a catch me up on all the stuff that i was not able to cover <laughs> since i got my new day job at the pharmacy uh but there's a lot of a lot of sunday stuff and like shogaku Khan in general that came out uh between november and now and i'm gonna let you know like all about it uh what was good about it what was I'm not going to say what was not so good because most of it was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, not yet. Uh, look forward to that. It's going to be cool. Um, and I also write editorials for Toonami Faithful at uh, ToonamiFaithful.com. And I have my own personal blog. Uh, that's heavensdoorknob.blogspot.com. It's a, it's a JoJo's joke with, uh, you know, Heaven's Door. <laughs> anyway, uh, you can find... Uh, Saturday Night Shoggy at Sat Night Shoggy on Twitter. Uh, we're also uh, available on any po- uh, podcast platform that you listen to. Uh, iTunes, Google Play, Anchor, Spotify, you name it. Um, and I think that's it. Uh, again, thank you, Ace, for coming on. It was such a pleasure. And, Thanks uh, again for having me. Yeah, anytime. Uh, for sure. Next time, uh, we're going to have I don't even know. Probably the Oeki episode. Probably also the Kakaishi episode. Cause we still gotta talk about that. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, I gotta come up with something clever to say here. <laughs> that, that could be it. Something. Clever. Wednesday is Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Except it's also Saturday because that's when this podcast gets uploaded. What are days anyway? Exactly. This is a blank. We're living in the blank century, y'all. <laughs> days are only a uh, suggestion. is <laughs> trying to destroy the days of the week. That's just like their master plan for world domination. <laughs> Every day is big comic original day. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'd be fine with that. We could uh, read Oishinbo every day for the rest of our lives there's enough volumes of it for that 20th century boys more like 20th sunday boys yo let's go can we rename the podcast (laughs) 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 i like this one because i like doing the wrestling thing at the start anyway that's it good night everyone